I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Gear up for the match with suitable casual clobber. From overshirts and jackets to polos and tees, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats and more. Fritis Glada is making waves in the pubs and on the terraces. Come join the FDR movement and get 15% off with your discount code WMS. Stand out in the crowd, be indie, search FDR clothing online and on socials. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say Reaction Show. Um, we are joining you after a lovely 2-1 win away to West Brom. Uh, I'm Elner. Matthew's not here this week. Um, he is down the pub and we are recording this on Zoom because we are spread across the country today, um, the Wise Men Say family. So I am joined by Michael Loff. Yeah, hi. Um, so when you say spread around the country, I believe I'm about two or three miles away from your current location, so I'm not so sure I'm part of that necessarily. You, that, is, that is very true. However, I was more talking about um, the most excitable man in Sunderland, probably even more so than Luco 9, Mr. Jimmy Ray. Jim, how are you doing? Uh, well, you know, I'm buzzing, to be fair. What a win that was. Ah, uh, you sound it, to be, be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm... Uh... <laughs> You know, I, I was uh, was very uh, hopeful, kind of vocal that I thought we'd 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 win today. So I'm pleased that, that we did because um, we're good and yeah, um, we we deserved it. Yeah, we we definitely did. Um, just before we get going, obviously the reaction pod is sponsored by FDR Clothing. At the moment, they've got a an offer on hybrid hoodies where you get a bucket hat free. You can use your discount code WMS15 uh, to just make sure you get a great deal and obviously everyone's going to be want to be going to want to be buying lots of clothing to wear for our t- upcoming trip down to Wembley um so make sure you get on there and you check it out really um Mick I know that you wear some FDR stuff don't you do you want to attest to the quality talk about how fantastic yeah, it can make you look yeah definitely and like the as I talk about quite a lot on Twitter like their whole kind of mission statement is to stand out on the terraces you know because a lot of people now you see even with the identical like black kind of attire and a lot of them their clothing really does make you stand out in the crowd but in a good way it's good quality and it looks great as well and 15% off you can't knock that can you so get on it exactly so let's get into the match then I mean 
2-1 win coming back from 1-0 down just absolutely fantastic we're going to make it quite just the highlights really because the dads will be back tomorrow to do the in-depth discussion but I mean how fantastic is it to be in the playoff position after we've just been promoted and really have this amazing feeling as Sunderland fans of oh my god this could be it we could be finally getting back and just the general buzz. I mean, Jim, I know that you've never lost hope while some of us have <laughs> potentially um, lost the belief. Like, how are you feeling after today's match? How are you feeling after the current run? Where where I are think, you at? Yeah, I mean, I think, to be honest, today was um, basically kind of like our season, the microcosm, like a bit of, you know, coming back from the adversity of going 1-0 down when, let's be fair, we were the better team the whole game. They were, they were massively lucky to be ahead at any point. I think that that was probably the worst. I mean, it is a cliche, but it's true. Uh, conceding before half-time is a really bad time to concede. But we, did it rock us? Did it shake us? No, we dealt with it. Luca and I in post-match says, he quite rightly said, he didn't think it was a pen, but he was like, it's been given. What do we do? Do we deal with it? Do we do we accept that we've sort of, we're not going to win? Or do we try and put it right? Go and put it right. And that's what we did. And I think the mentality we've shown We've shown that numerous times. I mean, look at Hull the other week, look at other games where we've come back from behind. You know, we've we've not always delivered, um, but the mentality has never been in question and the will to win and the positivity. And I think the players got exactly what they deserve today. I think M- Tony Mowbray set us up in a really, really effective way. We, 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 you know, after the first five minutes where West Brom basically just, you know, started fast. And like Mowbray said in his interview, we weren't, adjusting to their style we didn't really press but as soon as we got sort of you know an idea of what they were doing we immediately became the better team and we're the better team throughout the game and uh, I think the manager and players just massive credit to them because it's exactly what we deserved we were the better team we won the game and um, we dealt with the adversity you know it's I mean it wasn't it wasn't a penalty you know you can see why I gave it maybe but we didn't let it phase us we came back teams can see goals I said it the other week, you know, it's how you react. Things go against you, you, you react and you make you make it right. And that's what we did at the end of the day. And um, that's why we are where we are. It's because the mentality is there. The, the will to win and the fight is exactly what you want to see. Yeah, it's a bit like the, these lads almost, and I know it's, a, it's a, again, a cliche phrase to to use, but they, they don't know when to give up, do they? They like just keep pushing to the very end. I mean, I was... I was there today. I was like in the crowd and just the absolute electric atmosphere of our fans, the absolute mm. tense atmosphere when we were 1 1. I mean, I turned to um, Rory, who obviously we can't mention, but I turned to Rory when it was 1 1. He said to me, he was like, oh, it'd almost be worth it, worse if we were winning at this point. Like 1 1, we're not as tense. If we were winning, we'd be absolutely intense. And then about two minutes later, we scored that second goal. And I, I genuinely, the last 10 minutes of that match are just an absolute, well, not even 10 minutes, was it? But the last, however long it was of that match, just an absolute blur. I think I was pacing back and forward just with my head in my hands, thinking, please don't let this go. Please don't let this go. Cause they were, they were a reasonably well organized team. I, I can't, I can't fault a lot of what they did. They just, didn't have that drive and I know they've got injuries and and whatever but we have injuries (laughs) we have whatever and we still managed to go out there and get a win and I don't know about you Mick but I I did think they looked quite good and I I think that we really played to our strengths and we really managed to take that strong team 
and just be stronger and adapt to it, like Jim was saying. Yeah, I think we certainly did. I mean, look, West Brom are a decent side, you know, like they were in a massive false position earlier in the season when they were down near the bottom of the league. And what I think today, the way I would summarise it, is that they played the occasion and we just played the game. So what I mean by that, I think West Brom were kind of flying into some quite rash tackles every single time mm-hmm. the ball went near our box, they seemed to be blatant on for a penalty and appealing for things. I think they seemed quite desperate in spells, whereas I think we just looked really calm, really composed. And I think that's credit to the Mowbrakes. I think throughout the season, we've just played the way that we play and we don't react and we don't get embroiled in what the opposition are trying to do because... I think they sensed a kind of a bit of a vulnerability from us defensively today, but we didn't really show it. I think we did defend quite resolutely and I want to just um, kind of give Mowbray all the praise in the world because on Tuesday it was a rare occasion where I actually criticised them in terms of um, the way we set up with having them like Dan Neal and Alex Pritchard as pretty much orthodox centre midfielders, whereas today I thought it was the right call to have Roberts on the bench and have that more solid um, midfield base of having them Ekwar and Barr in the midfield alongside Neil because that frees him up to play his... um, natural game of like passing the ball and getting us forward rather than being your sole kind of like defensive player and I think that's Ekwar's best performance for the club by a country mile Agreed. I think yeah, Bar's energy was agree. really important today mm-hmm. um, and I just think um, literally like if we went through every player individually would be here all night and would get bollocked off the doors so we can't do that <laughs> but I just think to a man I think we were absolutely exceptional today I really did and it was such a, a big performance with a lot riding on the game and it just shows that the character we've got in the group. I mean, now the challenge is we've got the go player Watford next week, who, despite the fact they've had a really poor season, we've got some good players. Now our home record hasn't been that brilliant. But look, we've just got to enjoy the result today um, and go into next week with them um, positivity and hopefully if we can win the next couple of games and we can secure a playoff place, which is kind of beyond our wildest dreams at the start of the season. Yeah, I mean... You're completely right, especially when we're talking about kind of midfield. I know we said we're not going to go into like individual players, but Dan Neal, this is what his second full season. Like, you wouldn't know, this... it, would you? I mean, he exactly he, is, like, he plays like you know a 28, 29 year old. Like he and like Mickey said, their midfield was rough. The tackles plan were rough. It was kind of like they they looked the inexperienced, sort of more worried team. I think yeah, we, like Dan Neal led our midfield brilliantly. Eckbert was amazing, like in what he did. You know, he. He's really sort of shown that he's, you know, because obviously given the penalty away against Hull and various other games where people have sort of not rated him, whatever. And I think he should come. He's shown again, like a lot of the other signings we've made, that the more minutes he plays, the better he gets, because that's what players and, need is minutes. And he's and now he's shown what he can do. And Yeah, and you know? I was just going to say, like those two young lads running that midfield when you've got an injury like Corey Evans, like the absolute professionalism and almost maturity that they're doing that with is is just incredible like it is it is just a joy to watch this team play and I, I know we were coming off the back of that loss and there's all those various other kind of parts to play but it genuinely did look like a team that really wanted this today and 100%. I have to as well give an absolute like pat on the back credit to Lyndon Gooch the way he was like our captain that ball for the equaliser was fantastic oh. he led it he, he didn't stop running the entire game and yeah. then he, that bit of quality to put that ball in there. I mean, it was a great header from Sirkin, but he, Gooch dug the perfect ball out of absolutely nowhere there. Because let's be honest, it didn't. It wasn't even a good position to be to be crossing from. Really, yeah. he had no he had no space. Yet he, he could, couldn't get any bat lift on it. Whatever, he just put it in, and it was perfect. And he embraced. Obviously, Danny Bart um, being injured, being our captain, Linda Gooch has stepped up and he's delivered. And yeah, you know, 
that's all you can ask. And he's he is one of the few experienced um, players that we've got, and he's showing well based on today at least and what we've seen since he came back from his injury. He's shown exactly why he's like an essential part of this squad. And I know he's not everyone's favourite player, but again, he shows what he can do. And yeah, bit of quality mixed with the absolute drive, determination, love for the club, and will to win. You can see that he left everything out there on the pitch. Gellart did. Oh, no, basically everybody did. You know, there yeah. there was not one player there who didn't leave. I know it's a cliche, but it's true. They left it out all on the pitch there, and it was it was just fantastic to see. I mean, like you mentioned, Bath before, like he did a lot of running. Sometimes his passes, the passing wasn't quite there, but he, the will to mm-hmm. keep going, he was never, he didn't stop moving. He was constantly looking either to offer something or, or or to play. You know, try and slip people in and. It was just, it's one of them where, you know, if you combine that work work ethic with, you know, the quality that you have with like Roberts, with Clark, with Ahmad, it's like, that's why we are where we are. It's not a fluke. We're not here by accident. It's because we have an effective, albeit young, an effective and technically a really, really good team for this level. And there is no reason why we can't keep this going because we, we're not fluking these results. We're, we're winning games by being the better team. Sometimes with a better team, we don't win. Um, yeah. And, you know, all we can do is keep going because we've shown today what it's about and why, why not just carry on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Exactly. And I think that like the... today was one of those days as well that I really felt for people who aren't able to kind of go to our away games or or don't have the chance to go to away games kind of like for example my dad my dad's been quite down on this season and I realized it's because he he mainly goes to home games where our form hasn't been the best but time and time again especially when we're away we're just proving that we can dig in and we can get those results and just to see like oh is apps I think I tweeted it to be fair like his absolute canny little face Dennis Serkin like I, I mean he was sky man of the match he was he was undoubtedly man of the match today but just you can see that it genuinely does mean something to him and it genuinely does mean something to every single one of these lads and we've had seasons and seasons where we, we've said and I think even on this pod people have said we just want someone who who cares about the club who who feels what the fans feel who who wants us to do well who who is there because they want to play for Sunderland and they want to be what part of what we're building at Sunderland and 
that is what we saw on the pitch today. That was directly related to that kind of drive and that love and that feeling for the club. And I mean, Mick, I know that kind of you are one of the biggest like, kind of pushes off. We want people who care about the club. We want people who, and I think that it, it's hard to disagree. Not that I'm saying you are, but it's hard to disagree that those players, they they, they want to do well for the fans. They want to do well for the club and be that whether Tony Mowbray is saying that they need to, or be that behind the scenes, or be that just that they are genuine lads. I think, Mick, you've got to agree really, don't you? It's 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 a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, I mean, the, the Gavinus feels like it's completely there. I mean, obviously, I wasn't down today, but I've seen all like the videos of like celebration between the players and the fans, and it's like brilliant to see because, like you say, over the last few years, that's not always been there, you know. And I think, like, obviously, I was at the game against Birmingham last Saturday, and even that, like, even though it just gave us a sniff, it put us within two points of the playoffs, it felt like an enormous win, like the way the players were coming around at the end and the way that, like, the stadium was rocking at full time. and it's good to kind of be in games at this stage of the season that means something because I think we all kind of felt that the season would ultimately taper off and we'd probably finish around mid-table, but we're going into the last two games and they're going to be huge games and they're going to mean an awful lot. And I think that's um, really good. You touch on Sirkin there, but I think you're right. He's just the absolute perfect embodiment of A, what we're trying to achieve in terms of recruitment because we signed him in League One, but his ceiling is Premier League. You know, he would be a Premier League standard player, whether it's with Sunderland, whether it's elsewhere. Um, but we managed to sign him on a permanent, which was a which was a really good bit of business. But the lad himself, he's like moved up to the northeast, like 300 miles or whatever away from home, and then he had to suffer the death of his father in his first year at the club, and he's overcome that. He played a lot of games when we weren't doing so well last season. He suffered from burnout. And he overcame that, and we won at Wembley, and he gave quite an emotional interview. And I think you bang on. I think we've got a, a squad now full of um, like absolutely great characters who see it as like a privilege to play for the club and um, they give it their all every week. Um, not just in terms of chucking the bodies on the line because they do do that, but the commitment to play the style of football that we do. You know, we're looking at the day, 85th minute when we've got the winner or whenever it was, and we've absolutely carved them open. But that's really difficult to achieve when they were already set in their defensive positions in the penalty area. It wasn't like we caught them on the break. That was a really good, clever, intricate bit of play. And we've the got patience a left in the build-up, like we kept it, that we kept it, we didn't rush. And there was times where, you know, you'd be like, he's got to hit, you've got to hit, you've got to hit it, you've got to play the pass. But we didn't, we kept reset and go round again, round again. Then, we, then like you said, we found the moment. and Yeah, we've, didn't we've give up. Them. Yeah. And the fact that for both the goals, Dennis Serkin is in a centre-forward position, you know, it's um, it just goes to show the day that we absolutely went there to win the game, which we had to, of course, but... You know, it could have been quite easy. Like, well, if we get a draw, then we're still in the mix mathematically. But no, we've got that win. And the fact that we're looking at it and we're thinking, right, we are actually in sixth place with two games to go. It must be quite a big psychological boost for the players as well. So hopefully we can just keep it going. Just one last, like... thing, one last thing I want to Sorry, mention yeah. quickly is just before we, we equalised, there was that series of blocks and last-ditch tackles made in the box where West Brom yeah. must have had like four or five shots. And each one of them, there was two, sometimes three, Sunderland players steaming out to put their body on the line to stop that ball going in the net. That mm-hmm. is the mentality. And that work, that graft is why we earned the right to be able to go and play. And that's why we did it. Because at the end of the day, that collective, it was, you know, it was every man pushing together. It, it was just like, and it, at the time it was like, oh, you, you know, it was frustrating. Just, like, just clear it, just clear it. But then when you think about it, it's like they're basically, you know, blocked four or five shots, balls are flying everywhere. But the commitment, and it was like cohesive, and it was amazing. And then to go up the other end and equalise, like you sort of within the next five minutes, it 
that was a sign that you know this team was... is not we, we're not we're not we're not uh, going to go quietly. Aye, I mean? we're not we're not this young team who's going to sit back and let these more experienced players walk exactly. all over us. We, we we are going to push for that, and I mean. Like, for example, like Gellart, like when our goal went in and I, I know that like people have different opinions on it, but I absolutely love yeah. that he like shouted in the face of the West Brom player. Well, he'd been getting, like, he'd been getting oh, kicked all over the, the park number, the entire game. It was insane. Like how many times they just went through him and the ref just waved them on. Like I, I have no idea what was going on there, but to see that absolute passion and drive from him when our goal went in and he physically pushed the West Brom player over, I was like, yes, class, more of that every week, please. I, like, just absolutely fantastic. And, and and that is, I, I guess that, like, this is just now us saying the players love the club, we love the club, yeah. everything's I, I... great. But that is the feeling at the moment, isn't it? Like No, completely. And I think my kind of um, overall comment on it is what I love about this is how many times the supporters, and quite rightly in my opinion this season, have we after a result gone, oh God, that's a season dead. Like I remember after the Stoke 5-1, if someone had said to me after that game that with two games left, we'd be sat in the playoffs, I wouldn't have believed it for a second. But we bounced back from that game. We went to Norwich and won 1-0. Um, even in that spell where it felt as though we were in a little bit of um, limbo, where we but we got the draw against Luton late on. We managed to shut out Burnley, which no other team has done this season. And we got a really good point down there. We kept ticking over in terms of the points. So, and then again, like at Huddersf- against Huddersfield, rather the other night, we had that disappointing result. But then we come off the back of that today and we get an outstanding win away from home. So I think that goes to show that although at times, like we as supporters get disheartened, I don't think the players have. And I think they've always kept that belief that they can push on and. Um, achieved great things this season and so far I'm absolutely delighted to see I've been proven wrong when I've said that the kind of the playoff contention's over and as I say we might make it we might not but as, as I think you pointed out Eleanor I think it's like really refreshing to see just like how much this does mean to the players and the freedom that they're playing with and I think that Tony Mowbray I think he deserves absolutely enormous credit because after the you whole game so. I've seen a few kind of dinosaur comments not on Twitter and it's just absolute nonsense like you, you can't get us to produce that standard of football week in week out that we have and He's shown himself, yeah, he's got it wrong sometimes, but on individual game by game, he can get it absolutely tactically spot on. And today was one of those occasions, and he's clearly great with young players. I think he understands what the club's about. He's always very keen to praise the supporters. Like obviously he's a North East lad himself. So I just think that overall it, it just feels like quite a good time to be to be a Sunderland fan. I just hope we can keep it going. It really does. Like you completely I've just realised I said we were coming off the back of a loss. We weren't coming off the back of a loss. We were coming off the back of a draw. It did feel like so, a loss though. It did, fairness, yeah. It was it, it was one like of those loss. draws that felt like a lot. As like when you said it, I was like, Oh yeah, Huddersfield, we didn't we didn't lose to that. I don't know what I was saying. But yeah, like it, it was one of those gut wrenching ones because you were you were hoping for so much and you were wanting so much and it it did feel like a loss. But I, I think you're completely right. And I I, I do think that like kind of this does fall on Mowbray and how he is coaching these young lads. I mean, we must be one of the clubs that people want to send young players to because what he is managing to get out of them is just incredible. And I mean, even in his post-match, he was saying like, oh, I need I need to go back to the dressing room and calm them down a bit now. And I think that you can see that in two ways. One, you can see that as, oh, like he's, he's not sure. He thinks that we need to like not be too excited to get to the playoffs and all this. But you can also see as we've got a group of like children at times, like they are are very, very like young, some of our players and like some of them are literally still in secondary school. But (laughs) you need to remember that he is he is having to kind of 
deal with lads who are getting so overly excited and, and, and really wanting to do well. And, and also probably when we that. don't win, they'll be getting really, really down about it as well. So it's, exactly. you know, you'll, you'll so it's way up, better. Yeah. Exactly. You want to be channeling that energy into actually playing the game. And it, he is doing such a good job of making sure that, yeah, when we lose or draw, as I've now found out we did against Huddersfield, um, that you're not like making it so unbelievably this is everything because it, it's not everything. He's taking it game by game. And that's what's worked for him this season. And that's what's going to continue to work. And we could have two games left. We hopefully have five games left of this season. But I mean, whichever way it works out, I, I think that Tony Mowbray has been a really, really positive addition to Sunderland and he has changed that kind of culture and that idea and the way the fans are feeling and made us feel so connected. I think we were on our way there and we were doing that already coming out of League One and into the Championship, but Mowbray's taken that kind of wave. I'm speaking in so many cliches tonight, but Mowbray's taken that wave and he's just... Can can you continue a wave? He's ridden the wave. Yeah. No, he, made... yeah, I know what you mean. He's like, yeah, he's like the, the mentality that he's instilled, um, particularly him, is the freedom for players to express themselves, but within the parameters that he set. Where it's like you do your job, but I, like he in his post match interview, he was like, he said at halftime, I said to them, "Don't worry, we always score, and if we score one, we'll score again." When you score, celebrate in front of the fans. I mean, what more? If you're a young player. You know, who needs some guidance, some management? You're a bit disappointed. You've gone in one nil down at half time. You've got your gaffer there saying, "We always score. If we score, we'll probably score again. If you do score, celebrate." But I mean, what more can you want from that? And obviously, that's just one example. But I think that type of mentality that he's got is uh, again why we are why he's he has led this side that realistically should be nowhere near this position based on injuries, based on issues with recruitment, based on issues with the budget, whatever. But we are, we're here and we're here for a reason. So I know we, we I mean, if we were meant to keep this short, it's probably not being that short to be fair, but like yeah. one last thing I'll say <laughs> is that like, realistically, there's two games left of the normal season. Whatever happens, happens. But for me, um, I wouldn't bet against either. No, and I think that's kind of the perfect note to go out on. Don't look at kind of where we were last year. Look at where we are now and what we've achieved. And it's just, it's a really, really good time to be a Sunderland fan. It is also a good time, I'm going to do a little segue in here, to try and pick up your tickets for this Thursday's live show because there are very, very few left. Um, I think it's just up in what we're calling the Premier Concourse now. We are very much selling out. It's going to be an absolute class night. Um, so get yourself along to the customs house on Thursday night. Make sure you go check out FDR clothing. And I think I've done my job. I haven't, I haven't got Matt here to correct me today or, or Rick. So I, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't probably to something I've forgotten. Yeah, exactly. Do the opposite. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, FDR clothing. Get your tickets for the show at the customs house. And do you know what? Maybe this could be the road to Wembley. Thanks for listening.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.